Coming up on NBL today, it might have been a weekend without the championship series, but things have just gone up a notch. It's Sydney versus the rest of the world. We talk all about that. We talk about one of the biggest names to be targeted by clubs during the free agency period. A Tassie favourite wins their MVP. The Boomers have a comfortable win in their game yesterday and some big, big numbers stating the success of NBL 23. That's coming up on NBL Today. So great to be with you. It is the week of the championship series. It all starts on Friday night with Sydney and New Zealand doing battle in game one at Kudos Bank Arena. But there is so much to talk about between now and then. Jack Heaven alongside Pete Hooley. Halls, good morning to you. And let's start with the Sydney Kings. Xavier Cooks, he's not holding back. And Sydney are embracing this Kings versus the rest of the world mentality. Yeah, it's been going on for a little while now, hasn't it, with the Sydney Kings? And to be honest, this is just the lay of the land when you start winning. This is what happens. And yeah, I know that he talks about there's, there's people on Twitter, but let's be honest, if you're not a Sydney Kings fan or a Sydney Kings player involved in that organization right now, you don't want them to win because they won last year and they are the <laughs> benchmark and they are winning it all right now. So that's always what happens. Anytime a team is successful for an extended period of time, not just a once-off championship, that's when everybody wants to see that team fall down. We've seen it all over the world, so I'm not surprised about it. I love the way that he's embracing it. I think he's kind of walked that, that, that walk for some time now. He's had a tremendous 18 months of his own personal career, but why wouldn't you? The Kings have been the benchmark. They won the title last year. They've reloaded. They've finished top. They get the home court uh, advantage in the grand final in the championship series. So why not? Either you love the Kings or you hate the Kings. It's creating a buzz in Sydney, and that's what it's about. Changing the whole era of basketball in Sydney is what I'm most proud of during my time with the Kings. There's just a couple of the quotes and a little drive-by as well to WA basketball fans. A lot of these people are just people out in the West, bored at home, tweeting stuff. I think in amongst all of this, does it give us a sample of the mindset of this Sydney team going into the championship series that they believe they cannot be beaten? I think so, but I think that's always the way they have to play. When they play that kind of swagger about them, that's when things start to really roll. And look, I mean, the quote when he talks about how proud he is of things that they've done in Sydney, it's true. If you actually take away, if you hate the Kings, but what market they're trying to break into and how well they're doing it. So you've got to give them massive kudos for that. And look, when he talks about Twitter out, out in the West, but I found someone on Twitter that hated Airbud the other day. And I said, you can find whatever you want to hate around on Twitter. It's just, you've got to go searching for it. I think it's always going to be that on Twitter. And in the end, I think Sydney will be the team to beat, but they're going to have a tough battle on their hands. And that's what we can all ask for as fans. It's all going to start to get very busy as far as free agency is concerned. I reckon almost from this week, things are going to really start to ramp up. And the biggest name, it seems, in free agency right now is Will McDowell-White. Everyone wants a point guard. Everyone would love an Australian point guard, obviously. Will McDowell-White out of contract at the end of this season. News Corp reporting this morning that Southeast Melbourne, Perth and Brisbane have got really strong interest. Yeah, I think there's a couple of other teams from what I've heard. And why wouldn't you? I mean, Will McDowell, I think he might be the hottest free agent in terms of you get a true point guard, an elite point guard, and you can lock him away for three years and even longer than that once he starts to roll in your club's colours. So it's going to be very interesting to see where he lands. And if I'm Justin Schuler up at Brisbane Bullets, that's the one thing they've lacked for some time now is that true point guard move Sobe to the wing. Still got Aaron Baines down low. But if I'm Simon Mitchell with the Phoenix, you get that true Aussie point guard who can play 35, 38 minutes a game. You load up around him. And then even now West in Perth, you finally get a point guard 
who can do a lot and facilitate and can score mm. the ball when he has to and then it frees up stuff for Bryce Cotton. So there's so many opportunities and either way, Will McDowell's wife's going to get paid and so we should. It's not going to be Simon Mitchell at the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Oh, sorry. But <laughs> Simon, good morning. I know you're listening. But the other question I've got for you around Will, Pete, is the breakers themselves. Now, they're in a championship series. You don't know from year to year. Obviously, it's hard to keep re-signing imports. But is this a situation that works for him? Should he be looking where he is first before looking outward? Yeah, look, I wrote something about that recently for, for the NBA website about what they could potentially build if they manage to keep everybody together, as many as they can. And it starts with Will McDowell. Wide. You always need to head at the snake. And he loves Modi Mayo. He said Modi Mayo has been so key to him since arriving back to the NBL, even when he was an assistant coach to the director of basketball, not to the head basketball coach. And we go back to Dan Chimier era. But that's exactly what Will McDowell White loves so much about Modi Mayo, that relationship. So I think it'll still be hard for him to leave. But how well he's played and how well he'll fit in other clubs is going to continue to jack that price right up. To the Jack Jumpers, Milton Doyle, probably no surprise winning their MVP. And you and I have spoken about this previously, that that has to be Tasmania's number one priority. The one I want to ask you about is Isaac White, who won the Players' Award. We saw a little bit of everything from Isaac this year. We saw him get hot. We saw him struggle. We saw him have DMP, CDs. And then at times in the series without Josh Majet, really came on and played some nice roles. Where do, where do you think Tasmania sit with Isaac White first. Yeah, I spoke to a couple of people down there when I was in Tassie about how good Isaac White's been. And I think the one thing they're very happy with is that he's been given an opportunity to show the rest of the league that he belongs. I don't know if that's going to be in Tassie because of the way that their roster is going to be structured. They do have a chance to go out and get some more pieces now locally because they, everyone was contracted last year. I'm not sure if it'll be in Tasmania. I know he loves his time in Tasmania, but you look around elsewhere. I'd love to see him go back home to Adelaide, but also Nick yep. Marshall now is going to slide in to a full rostered spot, different uh, spots on the wings, obviously, but there's going to be a club that could really use Isaac White, who's full potential. And the first person and the first coach that comes to my mind is Adam Ford. You want somebody who can really unlock him and give him that confidence to shine. I'd love to see him. Play for Adam Ford. Gee, imagine Isaac White in that system where you get the green light full time. That's, that's what that's, I'm saying. That's, that's what a, I'm saying. That's a really good call by you. Uh, the Boomers had a good win yesterday. Just quickly, I saw on Twitter last night. Did you did you play yesterday at no, the State Basketball Center? There was a Pete Hawley lookalike out there. No, unfortunately not. I'm probably probably for the better. Someone said that they turned the ball over. I turned the ball over less if I played now. I'm not so sure about that. No, I, I I don't think it was you. I think you're a better player than that. 98-53, the Boomers had a win. Todd Blanchfield, the first player since Paddy Mills to have a 30-point game. Of course, Paddy had 42 in the bronze game in Tokyo. He's put his best foot forward. Nick Marshall put his best foot forward, as did Kyle Adnam. But the other one I want to ask you about, oh, I know he's playing in Asia and, and there's money there and there's attraction. Has Reese Vague all of a sudden popped up on a few teams' radars? I think Reese Vague's been on the few team radars for for a while, but you're right. The, the better he plays, the more his price goes up where he is and also back here. And, and we know he had the stint with Perth, but I think he's really improved in his game and, and played with a lot of confidence as of late. So those conversations will be happening, but it doesn't surprise me that every single year that people are still and clubs are still reaching out to guys like Reese Vague, guys like Nick Kay, just hoping, just saying, are you homesick? I know we want to have the same amount of money, but are you homesick? We've got a spot for you ready to go. All those kind of players. John Mooney, how good was he when he was here for one year? 
So we'd love to see it. Joe Lawalichul, another one. So we yeah. never know what could happen. He's definitely improved, Reese Vague. No question about that. Let's finish off with a story that has just dropped in the last half an hour or so with uh, News Corp. Larry Kesselman, the Don, the owner of the NBL, believing now that we as an NBL have got a legitimate contender in the sporting landscape's media wars. Nearly 50% increase on broadcaster numbers from ESPN and KO, Pete. 46% to be precise. We've got more TikTok followers now than the AFL. 125% increase there. There's still growth to come. Been a pretty remarkable season. When you read the article, that's just a snapshot of the numbers, but when you read the article, it speaks to enormous growth. Yeah, it does. And we've seen it all season long. And look, you and I, we have the easiest job. We just get to, to call basketball <laughs> games. I mean, it's a credit to everybody else involved for for what they've done, both at an NBL level and a club level. You can't have the success without everybody putting their best foot forward to be able to create the entertainment that we are so lucky to call night in and night out. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a pleasure. It's been a fun season. And if it's the start of an even better future, then we are in for something special. And we want to be the number one sport in the summer for a sustained period of time. So why not? And the best is yet to come. It all starts Friday night. Championship Series, Sydney and New Zealand. Game one from Kudos Bank Arena. Halls, always great to chat to you. Have a good week, my friend. Thanks, mate. You too. And we are back tomorrow on NBL Today.